Hello everyone and welcome back to Sarah George's Monday Weekly Podcast. This week's topic is something that we've been hearing more and more about, antidepressants and alternatives to them. I'm a big mental health advocate myself and have had taken antidepressants, therefore this topic is something I care greatly about. People tend to look over mental health. My therapist once said to me, if you break your arm, you go to the hospital and get it fixed. You don't walk around hoping it heals itself. He then said, mental health is the same. We should not have to walk around pretending to feel okay when we're not because we can fix this. These words will stick with me for the rest of my life. The alternatives to antidepressants, which I am going to talk about with you all today, are ones that I personally partake in daily and one that I have yet to try. I am currently taking a class at Ohio State, which is on the drug culture in the United States, and we have learned a lot about how Americans are very dependent on medications. Sometimes medication is needed, and I know this from a personal standpoint, but trying other alternatives before we result to medication is helpful too. Maybe you've tried medications, specifically antidepressants, and have had horrible side effects. Then these might be able to help you. Or maybe you're thinking about starting an antidepressant. Try these first. While researching for this week's podcast, I came across a very interesting fact that I wanted to share with you all. According to an article by David Michelin, Update and Critique of Natural Remedies as Antidepressant Treatments, 25% of people result to alternatives to medication. This number did not shock me because of learning about dependent about how dependent America is on medications. My hope is that we, ta- we talk about the alternatives more. The more people will become aware and the more likely they will try them. The, full, the first alternative is one that I personally believe every person should partake in. This alternative is therapy. Therapy has helped change my outlook on life. Growing up, my mom always encouraged me to try therapy, but I always refused. When I got in college, I decided to go on my own and wished I had one sooner. I have social anxiety and OCD, and my therapist helps walk me through many different exercises to do when I am feeling anxious or feeling as if I need to go check to make sure I turn off the stove for the third time. One of my favorite exercises with my therapist, which they have walked me through and is one that I do daily when I'm feeling anxious, is called RAIN. This acronym is one of the best I've ever used in my life. The R stands for recognize. He always tells me to sit there and say, okay, yes, I'm anxious. The next step is A. A is allow. Allowing this feeling helps you accept the way you're feeling. I always like to say, okay, yes, I'm feeling anxious, but that's okay. I've been here before and I'll get through this. I is for investigate. This step is thinking about why you might feel anxious. Maybe you have a lot of homework this week and have barely slept. These can both be triggers. It is really important to not judge in this stage. The N stands for neutral, awareness. In this stage, there is no action, yet again, being aware of what it is is going on inside of you. I interviewed a friend this past week on her experience with therapy. She had a similar experience as me where she had refused to go for a while, but when she had finally decided to go on her own, she also had wished she had started sooner. She goes weekly to her therapist and encourages others to go as well. She exclaimed that her therapist also helps 
walk her through exercises that she can use when she's feeling down or anxious. Talking with someone else on their personal experience with therapy helped me feel like I wasn't alone. I knew that someone else was going through it. And I'm here to tell you that so many people are suffering with depression, anxiety, and other mental health disorders, and you're not alone. The second alternative is lavender essential oil. According to an article by Medical News Today, eight herbs and supplements for depression, people typically use lavender oil for relaxation and reducing anxiety and mood disturbances. I personally have a bottle of lavender in my bag at all times, and I'll put a small drop in my hands and rub it in just so I can get a good smell. This helps me feel less anxious. I also have a bottle next to my bed, which I'll sometimes use to put a drop on my pillow before I go to sleep. The third alternative is another herbal remedy. It's called St. John's Wort. Now, let's not let the name scare us away because this has been seen effective to many people. According to Mind.org, it contains the ingredients hybericin and hyperforin that have been used for their antidepressant properties. This remedy is most effective for people who are struggling with depression and has helped to increase their overall mood. The fourth and final alternative is simply exercise. This is one which I result to very often. The important step here is finding an exercise that you enjoy. I love going for a run to help clear my mind, and I know this. Therefore, when I know I'm feeling anxious, I might go for a run or even run every day because this helps avoid the anxious feeling. Maybe you don't like to exercise at all. According to Anxiety and Depression Association of America, Psychologists studying how exercise relieves anxiety and depression suggest that a 10-minute walk may be just as good as a 45-minute exercise. The article I read by Anxiety and Depression Association of America also stated how scientists have found that regular participation in aerobic exercise has been shown to decrease overall levels of tension, elevate and stabilize mood, improve sleep, and improve self-esteem. And the great thing about this alternative is that it has so many other health benefits than just helping control your anxiety or depression. I encourage you to try and implement these alternatives into your daily life. I have come to love my anxiety-filled self, and you should too. The first steps of loving who you are comes from accepting the person you are. There is no room to judge the way you are feeling because so many others have these feelings and thoughts too. Trying these alternatives before you start antidepressants can be very helpful. Yet, I personally know sometimes you need medication to help train your brain to think a certain way. And medication is great too, but we need to make sure we're trying other ways to fix ourselves before going straight to taking a pill. I hope you enjoyed my podcast today on alternatives to antidepressants and hope you tune in again next Monday for an episode on learning how to love yourself.